Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Boss Teacher Podcast. I am Julia O'Barnes and I am on cloud nine and a half that you took the time out to actually listen. Today, I have a very special guest, Regina Moffett, with me today. And she is yes. known online as the faith-filled teacher. So I'm just happy that she is going to be sharing her story. And I hope that you are inspired by everything she says. So she's an elementary teacher by profession. And she has stepped out into the realm of blogging. So she's now a professional blogger. Yes, yes, professional. Absolutely. And her mission is to empower educators to use their faith to excel in and out of the classroom. She's been doing this for 12 years with the help of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And she wants to share her experience with you through the inspiration and her faith. So welcome to the Boss Teacher Podcast, Regina. Thank you so much, Miss Julia. And thank you for reaching out to me and having me on your show. I'm super excited excited. Oh, I'm really, really happy to have you. First things first, before we jump into anything at all, what is the weirdest thing that you've ever had to say to a student? Okay. So now at the elementary level, we're always saying weird stuff, but this literally happened to me a couple of weeks ago. So it's pretty fresh. So I am working with a group of third graders. We're doing some uh, reading comprehension stuff. And so I gave the instructions for the students that they needed to follow along in the passage while we we're reading it together. So we're reading along and I look up and I literally see a student tearing off pieces of his reading passage and eating them. And so I'm like, stop eating your paper and follow along. And after I said it, I'm like, what just came out of my mouth? I just told the kid to stop eating his paper. If somebody walked by, they'd be like, what is going on in there? Oh my God. Listen, I have a five-year-old, so I completely understand that scenario. <laughs> The things that we experience as teachers, it's amazing. It's funny. It's real funny in the classroom. So tell me, Regina, why did you initially decide to go into a teaching career? Okay, so for me, I've definitely been the kind that I've always known I've wanted to be a teacher. I'm the girl that was a teenager, you know, wrangling all the kids together, wanting to babysit. I've always loved working with kids. That's just been a calling of mine since I was in high school. I knew I wanted to be a teacher, so when I went to college, that was my major, and here I am. Wow. And you've been doing that for 12 years. How, how is it different today as it was when you started on day one 12 years ago? Yeah. So this is actually, I'm into my 13th year, which is crazy to me because I feel like I'm getting in the, you know, the higher teens. You're like the seasoned teacher, you know? Um, I think one of the things that's definitely different is just um, like behaviors and the things that I come across um, helping teachers in classrooms today. I don't feel like 12, 13 years ago, there was so much to deal with. So I definitely feel like behaviors and, you know, we have different diagnoses now that kids come with. So I definitely feel like that's a lot different. So have you been teaching elementary for the entire 13 years? Yes, I've been teaching elementary for the whole time. And I started out teaching first grade, my first year of teaching. And then I've taught a mixture of third and fourth. Third grade is probably my favorite. And then um, the last couple years, I've stepped out of the mainstream classroom, 
and I've done a reading intervention position. And now I currently do ESOL, which is working with English speakers of other languages. Awesome. Here's something I want to establish. Do you see yourself teaching in the classroom for the rest of your life? I actually do not. Um, over the last couple years, like the entrepreneurial bug has bitten me. And I have been on this mission to be able to work for myself or to do something to educate up and coming teachers. That is basically the same thought process I had a few years ago when I stepped into a classroom okay. one day. And your story is very similar to mine. I always knew that I wanted to be a teacher from maybe about 11 years old. And I went to college, I got into teaching, stepped into the classroom, and then I thought, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I love teaching, but there was always something there that I knew that this was not the complete package. And I had to really search to discover and find that. So I hope right. listening to Regina's story today really inspires you to say that, okay, if you know the classroom is not your end point, what else can mm -hmm. you explore to discover your impact or your additional impact on this world? Boss teachers, take note. So you are a blogger. You've been inspired to really share your experience through your blog and you've included your faith as a part mm -hmm. of that. When did you decide to really do that. Yeah. So like I was saying before, the entrepreneurial bug bit me a couple years ago. So I was really searching and seeking for, you know, what skills, what knowledge do I have that I can bring to the marketplace to help other teachers? And I know with a lot of the stuff I was looking at, you're basically looking at your interests, your gifts, the things that come naturally for you. And two things that are really important to me are my, my teaching career, my background in education, and also my faith. So I thought, why not mesh the two together and create a place where faith-filled Christian educators can come and get encouraged, can learn about instruction, and just be empowered by God to do amazing things in the classroom. Look at the things that you're interested in. Look at the things that you're gifted at and look at the things that come naturally to you. When you uncover what those things are, you can use those talents and make an impact in another area, not just in the classroom. So don't believe that you have to completely leave the classroom like I did. In order to make this impact, you can utilize your skills and your talents while you are still there. But if you know there's something else that you need to do, explore your interests explore your gifts and explore the things that come naturally to you regina is talking from experience take notes i say this every week boss teachers take notes so when you decided to go online what are some of the things that you had to learn because i'm sure blogging didn't just come naturally to you what was the learning process like for you really oh man let me see i guess i had kind of a constructivist approach you know so i mean there's so much um, I knew nothing about how to build a website. So of course I had to learn, you know, what is hosting? 
what's uh, your domain. And so there's several different platforms that you can use for hosting your website. There's WordPress, Squarespace. So learning that. And then, I mean, with WordPress, there's so much on the back end. Branding colors, your fonts, all that stuff. Um, how to make a, you know, digital products for your customers. How do I put that into my email? Um, and then also email hosting because you want to get email addresses. So there was that whole piece too. And then, you know, how to market your products, how to go on live and do things like podcasts and live videos. I mean, there's definitely a lot, but luckily Uncle Google is a great resource <laughs> as well as YouTube. There's so much you can learn out there. And then, um, but with that being said, it's also good to invest in yourself too. So there's tons of people out there that have courses on how to start an online business. And so I also invested some money, you know, with people that I felt could really help me along, along the way as well. Teachers, you don't know everything. I, I have to say it all the time because our students look at us and they think we are Bible. We know we know everything. But the truth mm -hmm. is when you're stepping out into a new dimension, you have to take the time to invest into learning so you can really build and grow. So when you've discovered what that new skill is or your new passion is, you have to gonna invest some time. You have to invest some money. You have to invest mm -hmm. some serious effort into learning learning and developing your skills so that you can execute well. When I started online in 2012, while I was still a teacher, I went through some of the very same things that you did. I had to figure out what a domain was, how to build a website. And today I have some technical skills that I never knew that I could have had. I know build websites right. for people. I'm writing email marketing plans for people. I'm building social media platforms for people all through the experience of just learning how to build my own business so awesome. make, yeah, yeah make sure you take the time to really invest in learning so you can build effectively so apart from the whole technical aspect of it learning to build a website and all those things that are involved was there anything else that you had to really learn for example business strategies networking and so on that was sort of new for you definitely networking was one and trying to find a way to authentically build a following. Cause it's like, I have this message that I want to get out to the masses, but how do I let the people that want what I have, how do they find me in an authentic way? So there's definitely a learning curve with just figuring out, you know, how to get yourself out there. Um, the networking has been a great way because when you can connect with other people who are kind of in the same space as you, um, you know, that's a great way to build a following as well. In my circle here, I find that a lot of teachers, even though we are able to stand before a group of students every day, and we share information. Mm -hmm. When we step out of the classroom, we fall back into our shells. So how easy was it for you to really get out of that zone and get out of your own head and decide that mm -hmm. I have to put away the shyness and get bold mm -hmm. to really connect with other individuals the way you want to? Personally, I'm an introvert. You know, so I like my alone time and all that stuff. I'm more on the reserve side. Um, when I was at the beginning, I was watching a lot of things that talked about the importance of doing video and doing live video. And that's like, wait, what? You want me to push this live button and talk to people off the cuff for however long? And it's like very intimidating 
but you just have to do it. It's like, what is it the saying? I think it's like, do it scared. You know, if you even if you're scared, you just have to do it. And once you start doing it more and more and more, you get more comfortable. And I remember the first time I was going live, like I was like shaking, like my voice is all shaky. Like, you know, you're like stumbling over your words. But over the course of time, it's gotten so easy now. Like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go live and I just go live, you know, no big deal. So definitely just doing it. And on that note, let's just take a quick break. If you're on social media, please connect with me on Instagram and on Facebook at Julia O. Barnes. That's J-U-L-I-A-O-B-A-R-N-E-S. Boss teacher, one more thing. Go over to the website at juliaobarnes.com, click on podcast, and leave a comment right below the episode that you are listening to. Your comments really help me to improve on the quality of the podcast that you're going to be listening to in the future. Now, when you're done with the comment, I want you to hit the share button that's right at the bottom of the page and share that podcast with all your teacher friends. I promise you they're going to come back and thank you later. If you could say what was the most difficult thing for you as you transition from just being a teacher to being a teacher and a blogger, what would it be? Probably the time management and just finding the energy and the inner, you know, motivation to come home from a busy day of teaching, you know, and then you've got your own things to deal with, you know, I'm a mom. So all that stuff and activities and different things for church. And then, you know, at the end of the evening, it's like, okay, so now you need to sit down for an hour or two and work on your business. (laughs) When you're starting out, I mean, it's on you. Mm -hmm. There's no principal, there's no colleagues. It's all about you. It's you against yourself. So really finding that inner motivation to to push. And sometimes you sit there and you're listening to different teachings or trying to find out how do I do this one thing on my website? You know, you might sit for an hour or two hours watching videos, just trying to finally figure it out. And it's like, you know what? I had to spend two hours doing that, but it is what it is, you know? So. And that's the cry of many teachers, you know. Teachers, we just don't have enough time. We really don't because we're at school all day and then we come home mm-hmm. with schoolwork and we have to mark papers, right. we have to do reports, we have all these things. And then you have to find another two hours in the night that is going to pull out of your sleep in order right. to work on this project <laughs> or this business that you have met. How, yeah. No, really, share with us, how were you able to do it? How did you find the time? Goal setting was one thing that was good. And I think even if you start small and say, okay, I can sit for 30 minutes and work on my business. I can do that. So goal setting was a big piece. And then also just keeping the end goal in mind. You know, what's my why? Why am I doing this? And I think that also helps just to kind of get you motivated. And I have found that once I sit down and get going, I mean, I can I can work. It's just the whole stopping whatever I'm doing or even sacrificing the television that I want to watch and making the choice to, okay, let's get started. But once I'm in there, I'm good and I can go. But just initial, oh, I really want to watch my TV show tonight or whatever. You mentioned that once you get into it, you can keep going and just keep going. I think that is really, really important because whatever your business or your project or your side hustle is going to be, it 
has to be something that you're passionate about. Because if um, you're not passionate about it, it's going to drag you down. You find joy going online and blogging about the faithful teacher and how the Holy Spirit inspiring you in your classroom. I find joy in coming on and doing these things. So your passion is really going to drive you. So if your project is not your passion project, it I don't know if it really makes sense because it's probably going to feel like an added weight. Right. And yeah. They, I think that's very important. And you also mentioned another point. It's something I say almost every day. There's a reason I don't have a television inside of my house. It's by choice. Because generally people spend too much time on the television. And I tell you, I used to binge watch a lot of shows. Right. <laughs> I know right. exactly what that feels yeah. like. When teachers tell me that they can't find any time, I say, listen, that TV program that you're watching for 30 minutes or an hour, use that time uh-huh. to work on your project. Yeah. That's the first batch or block of time that you're going to find to really zoom in on, yeah. on, on that project of yours. So you have the time, guys. You have the time. You really do have the time. By the way, how long have you had your blog? I've had my blog for about 14 months now. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's that's like Mm -hmm. consistency. I love it. And that's another thing, guys. Yeah, talk to that. You're the expert here tonight. Talk about consistency. Oh, gosh. I think, you know, once you figure out what you want to do, you have your goal, you figured out what direction you want your business to go in, what you want your message to be, you have to be willing to show up for your audience, right? You want people to listen to what you have to say. You want them to purchase, you know, share your knowledge with them. But if you are inconsistent with your audience, they're going to see you as inconsistent. So they're going to stop being consistent and showing up for you. So I think being consistent is very important. Um, whether that be your posting on social media, Instagram stories, your videos on YouTube, your blog, whatever it is, I think it is extremely important to be consistent so that your audience can see you as a dependable source. Amen, amen, amen. In consistently producing that content over the past 14 months, what impact have you seen it having on your life in general? You know, when I have to sit down and figure out and I always, you know, pray and I say, God, okay, what can I say to the teachers? What do they need? What can I pull out of myself to share with other people? And through finding things to put out there to inspire others, you know, that means I have to get into my word myself. You know, so I'm like learning and reinforcing the word of God and reinforcing the scriptures within me. And I'm like, oh, that is good. Let me, I can't wait to share that with other people. So as much as I'm inspiring other people, you know, I'm building up my faith as well. And then also when I see other people posting like, oh my, I needed that. I needed to hear that today. Or thank you for that. I mean, that just, oh, that hits my heart. And that just reconfirms that I'm doing something, you know, for the good of all the people, but for the good of God's kingdom. So it's very encouraging for myself as well. Are there any specific teaching skill that you are using in building the faith-filled teacher business? Yeah. So, you know, in the classroom, 
we have to understand and know how to present a lesson effectively so that we are helping our students to grasp the content that we're teaching. So I think that same idea with just presenting like an idea, a main point. I mean, I use that in my blogs all the time. Like, here's my objective. Here's what I want my audience to understand, you know, and what are my main things I need to hit on to get them to that big picture. So yeah, I think just basic lesson delivery. And even when I do live videos, it's like I'm presenting a lesson to my audience, just like I am to my students as well. So I think there's something to take from constantly having to present every day in the classroom, you're having to present online and videos and stuff like that too. The boss teachers who are listening, who really want to get into blogging, what are some of the things that they need to consider to get started? So the first thing you want to do is make sure that you have targeted exactly what you want to blog about. So you can't just blog about cooking and teaching and exercise. And, you know, you have to narrow down your idea because you want to target a specific group of people. And then once you do that, I think it's just moving forward with the game plan. So just figuring out, you know, your hosting and your domain name. And then once you get that set up, then you just need to start mapping out your content and your products. What kind of products do you want to have for people and uh, your social media? Definitely when you get your domain name for your website, you want to also check to make sure your social media handles are available because you really want to have a concise presence online. So like I'm a faithful teacher on Instagram. My Facebook is the faithful teacher. My website's the faithful teacher. That's me everywhere. So I think that's also an important piece. I would have never met Julia if I wasn't online, you know, like we connected online. I have quite a few people that I've met online that I have been able to connect with. And it's awesome just to meet people in different places. So that's so true. I mean, I've made so many connections just on Instagram alone. Yeah, amazing. Social media is a platform that you can really use to spread and stretch your borders and grow you can scale yes. up business your personal life just using social media it's not just for looking at people's pictures guys use it productively so you're in blogging how would a teacher new in blogging really get clients for their blogging business so i think one of the things you have to do is make sure that you are giving yourself a presence online like i talked about earlier You might have all these fantastic ideas, these fantastic products, but if the people can't find you, they're not going to be able to purchase from you. Mm -hmm. So I think just really learning, you know, like hashtags, for example, and how to use those properly, Uh, being consistent with your content, being consistent online, and then posting things that your audience likes. And I think when you do that, you're going to get an organic following and people are going to start gravitating towards you if you're giving them what they want. So just keeping in mind, what does my audience want and how can I give that to them? The more you do that, the more they will come. Awesome tips here from boss teacher Regina, guys. I hope your notebook is full of information by now that you are going to implement tomorrow. Not tomorrow, today. Today, yes. yes. I want our boss teachers to know where they can find you. 
Yes, absolutely. So like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, you can go to my website. It's thefaithfulteacher.com. You can also find me on Instagram at The Faithful Teacher and Facebook at The Faithful Teacher as well. So pop on over to my website. I've got some devotionals, some gear over there. I've got a lot of freebies. So yeah, pop over there and get inspired. Yes, guys. And yes. as I'm talking to her, I realize that we're similar in a lot of ways. So like earlier in yeah. the podcast, sharing our experiences and so on. You will like her. Go and follow her page. And of course, all of that information is going to be available in the show notes on the website. So if you're listening on the website, just scroll down. If you're listening on another platform, please go over to juliaobarnes.com search for the faith-filled teacher or Regina Muffet, and you will be able to find this podcast and get her information there. So Regina, thank you so much for sharing with us valuable information. I know for sure, because a lot of it I have implemented and I know it works. So I'm really happy that you were able to come on. Yes, and my pleasure to be here. And thank you so much for reaching out to me. And now I have somebody to come visit in Jamaica, so I'm excited. There's no way I'm going to end today's episode without challenging you to boss up, step up, make the first move to become your own boss teacher. 